Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Do you like basketball podcasts but think yeah. they're getting too good these days? Yeah. Then this is the podcast for you. Advanced Analytics? What, wait, what are you doing? You usually play the Sting. <laughs> Sorry. Welcome to episode 18 of the second season of Advanced Analytics. Can I say, I'm sorry about that starter. I had an absolute shock. Oh, you had a first shocker. How did I have a shocker? And then I had the absolute shocker. No, how did I have a shocker? Well, we started recording and then you immediately said, I'm stressed out and then went to the toilet. Sometimes you get stressed out and you Buy just go to the, the toilet. T- I okay. said bathroom, I think. I don't usually... I tried to record like three minutes before that and I, I was like, Paul, you're ready. Paul, you're ready. He's like, no, I'm studying up for the podcast. You said that unironically. I was studying up for the podcast. What were you studying? I was reading an article. About what? About hashtag the return. Let's go into Weekend Review. Okay, I'm going to play that too. Weekend Review. He was ranked number seven on our top ten players list. By you. Uh, and if you want to hear that, go back to episode 15 of season two. If this is Corey Brewer, I'm going to be pissed Corey off. Brewer. The man is back in the league. Uh, to be honest, I didn't fully know he wasn't playing on a team <laughs> this year. I didn't know. I thought he retired. No. Um, so he was this – is, uh, this is the quote he said. Because he got picked up on a 10-day contract by the Philadelphia 76ers. He said, I was happy. I get to play basketball. I've been sitting down, playing with my kids. I've been playing superheroes every day. I was really happy to get to play basketball. I'm a competitor. I love when I get to have a matchup like James Harden. It's great. Let's go. Shots fired at his kids. No. They're saying, I, got, I was sitting down playing yeah. with my kids, and now I'm happy I get to play but, basketball and not I mean, do that with my kids. Paul is life. Everyone knows that. I and don't know if it is. future kids of mine, Paul is life. You come second. So Brewer's playing for the... Um, I'd like to retract that. <laughs> Apologies to future kids. <laughs> You're a shocker, mate. Um, yeah, I, uh, I, I don't know what to say about Corey Brewer. Glad he's back in the league. I care so little um, about him. So he, he had he's the matchup good. with Harden... And he locked his ass down. Did he? Well, Harden still scored 37. But the um, Rockets got blown out by the... Well, I think and, they got blown out by the Sixers. I can't really And remember. Harden was averaging like 52 for the week. So Yeah, I think he only had eight three throws, which is, I think, low for him. Eight Corey, three throws? Yeah. That, it's hard to say, free throws. I kind of say three throws. Three eh? throws. Uh, he did not hit eight three-pointers, I don't think. Free throws. And What's the word that I can't say? Watermelon. Oh, pumpkin. Say it? Pumpkin. <laughs> it's pumpkin, eh? Pumpkin. What? I don't know how to say I'm not well, doing Now a joke I don't know here. what you're trying to say. The pumpkin. vegetable. Pumpkin. Is that how you say it? Pumpkin. Yeah. Sorry. The vegetable. I've been criticized for my... Or fruit, maybe. I've I been... I mean, it's not a fruit. Okay. A pumpkin. I think well, it might be. so dumb. Like, let, let, no, 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 I think Google that because I think it might be. 
pumpkin? Yeah, I think it could be a fruit. Okay. Maybe, well, I might be wrong. It's going to ruin my Google search history. Is pumpkin... Because it's grown on a vine. A fruit. Like a tomato. <laughs> I think it's a... I'm 100% sure it's a, it's a vegetable. Pumpkins are squash. Disappointing. What? So they're saying there's a third thing called squash. Yeah. That's a joke. Oh, no, it's a fruit. Thank you. Oh, wow. Okay, well, congratulations. Because I think it's how it's grown. Yeah. So, like tomatoes, you know how people are always like, ah, my favorite fruit is tomatoes yeah. because it's actually a fruit. And you're like, disgusting fruit to have as your favorite. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's literally the worst fruit. Yeah. Um, but it's also, here's a fun fact, similar vibe. In an orchestra, you know how there's families of instruments. How is this a similar vibe? Trust me, it's a similar vibe. In an orchestra, yeah, 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 how there are families of instruments. Yeah. What family is the piano in? Piano is in the um, string section because there's strings inside it. Incorrect. I thought I ruined your day when no. I was saying that. No, see, right. I thought that. I remember in high school when my teacher, Mrs. Brown, she was a thousand years old, and she, she asked this question, and I was like, strings, because there's heaps of strings in it. I've looked inside a piano. And she said, no, it's not how this, it's not the mechanics, it's how the noise is made. And a piano is made with a hammer hitting the string. So it's in the hammer section. No, it's percussion. Trick question. There's no piano in an orchestra. No, 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 but it's an instrument. But I've only watched an orchestra and they're playing the violins and some dude up there, Elton Johnning it up the back. Um, it's percussion. I've actually never been to an orchestra, I just realized. It's Percussion. percussion. So that's, that's pretty that's crazy, right? But it's that, like drums. It's a stuff. piano in an orchestra. I'm being serious. Okay. Ignore what I said about an orchestra. I'm just meeting families of instruments. I think you could have a piano in an orchestra, <laughs> but I don't think it would traditionally be in there. It'd be great if they're like playing like a Beethoven and symphony. It, oh, I guess Beethoven's piano. No, but you write the music on the piano, but you don't actually get out there and play it on the piano. Okay. Ignore me bringing up an orchestra. I'm just meeting families of instruments. And the orchestra was a good way to say it because they're, they're usually sitting in their families, right? Yeah. They, uh, pretty much. You know, and there'll be percussion at the back, and it's just like a dude with some gongs and stuff, <laughs> and some timpani. I've never seen Shout like three guys on drums, and then a dude on like a Yamaha keyboard just jamming out. Yeah, the back well, neither have I. He's like, no, but in the future, maybe. Yeah. What about like a modern orchestra? <laughs> I guess that exists. It's just like the electric light orchestra. Like, right. literally, they like start up with the um, violins, and some mother effer just comes out with. Okay. Stings okay, so in the podcast. It's a new part of no, the podcast. No, prior to this guy was like, I think um, maybe when it lulls, I should just um, play some Kanye. <laughs> and I was like, that's the worst idea I've ever heard. And then he's you like, I think you picked a scene that you haven't. The real one's far too many. Okay, stop it. Please, what are you doing? Okay. We're, we're going to take the power of playing the stings away from you. Okay, NBA rest. This annoys me. Today, I wanted to watch. I've got, a, I've got a time off, as I have had for too long, as you can tell. I'm a bit hyper. I've had too long off, and I was wanting to watch my team, the Toronto Raptors, play against the Young Bucks, the, not the Bucks, that was a bad choice of phrasing, the <laughs> Sacramento Kings. Well, it's Kings. very confusing. The Sacramento Kings is who they play today. <laughs> the Young, the young <laughs> we'll call them the Rising Sons of the NBA. No. The Sacramento Kings. We'll call them the Blazers of the NBA. We'll call them the Chippy <laughs> Knickerbockers. <laughs> Some young chippy knickerbockers. I don't know what chippy. What does chippy? Chipper. Mean? I think chipper. I mean, like chipper. Ups, I wouldn't call the next chipper. I'd call them the depressing knickerbockers. All right. Straight away, it was weird. The presentation side. You know how they start with like a drone shot of the stadium or from the Goodyear blimp or whatever, of the Scotia Bank Centre or whatever the hell the crappy um, Air Canada Centre is now called. 
And um, the first thing they brought up, before they even mentioned, like, welcome to the game, it really annoyed me, was um, they talked about uh, who was out for the game. And it was three players out on both teams. The Raptors had got injury problems, as expected. But Kawhi Leonard, rest. Buddy Heald, rest. The two, only two players you want to see in the crappy game are both out on rest. Debatable. Is that not infuriating? Yeah, a little bit. And the NBA, they like got rid of back-to-backs and stuff like that, and they're like, we're going to get rid of this, because you know how Greg Popovich was like skirting the system and making up fake injuries and just resting people for primetime games. And maybe this wasn't a primetime game, but it was a big, I thought it was the biggest, probably the best game of the day. Maybe Thunder Blazers was was bigger. But um, yeah, it was just infuriating me that these guys just put rest down now. So here's the problem. The NBA's broken. There's too many games in the schedule. Instead of shortening the number of games, they're like, we'll just put out a worse product. And that's frustrating for me. Hmm. Anyway, uh, that was a sidetrack. Memphis, in, you've done. We decided before the podcast to move the podcast quicker. We'd do the wrap up side, and Paul's done it to me <laughs> throughout the entire podcast so far. Wrap it up, mate. Wrap it up. Who's got a um, Facebook message going? Was that oh, me? I don't know. Maybe me. I better not. I don't think it's me. Okay, well, it's probably me because my computer's connected, and that's why I have the ability to play Stings. <laughs> Bit of bone thugs and harmony for the boys and girls. What you gonna do? Stop it! I don't even know what the, what's the law. Are you allowed to play? No, you're not allowed to play. Um, Memphis are in disarray. They're looking to trade Conlan Gasol. That's kind of interesting. Oh, I'm devastated because I had money on them making the playoffs. And that do you know who's to blame? Like best po- a bit poor. No, they've the roster's fine. The roster can make the playoffs. The coach is trash. I even did a post on uh, Grizzlies Reddit because I watched is this, them. Is this a preview to our new segment? Yeah, I'm dropping Uh-oh. a little seed, but this is un- it's, this is not it. This We've got a new segment new- coming up. Yes. It, may, it may have a sting that goes a little something like. Oh. No, no, we don't have a sting, <laughs> and don't play a song. Um, no, stop. Take your hand away from the keyboard. Okay, I'm just I'm just getting ready for the stings in the future. Um, we play. But I did a post on Grizzlies Reddit just saying, like, because I watched them play the Rockets, and they just didn't have a clue on offense. It's like, they just had no clue. And I'm like, JB Bickerstaff, is he a bad coach, was the question. And every fan on the Grizzlies thing just commented saying, I mean, I wrote more to it than that. Um, And because before the season started, I looked at their roster, and I thought it was very underrated. Big three of Mike Conley, Mark Gasol, and Jaron Jackson Jr., who I knew was going to be good, with support from Tyreek Evans, who quickly left the team, so ignore him. But uh, And th- th- they'd made seven straight playoffs. Yeah. Except for last year, where they tanked and they yeah. had injuries. So I was like, but my one question mark was J.B. Bickerstaff, because uh, I'd previously loved um, Jorga. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. Yeah, Dave, but um, Dave, he now Dave, coached Jaeger. Jaeger, Jaeger. Although Americans and, pronounce all names. And I like Fizdale as well. Mainly, I like these guys because of their um, impassioned speeches. So, Yorga, uh, Jaeger, whatever. So his passionate speeches. Um, he did the great one where he broke down in tears, and he was like, yeah. "I'm so proud of every guy who came through that locker room. Yeah, because they could have quit. Yeah, you know, they could have not made the playoffs. And you know, and he, and I love those guys. And I. I mean, he won me over with that, and I was like, this guy's a great coach. I'd have him coach the Magic any day. Love the guy. Then they had Fizdale, who at first I think I was dodgy about just because, you know, some coaches, they just like, their like vacant look on their face, just like, you know, he's always kind of like looks like a bit away with the fairies, um, Fizdale. But um, 
he won me over. And then when he did, he did a great speech where he was like talking about the Spurs in the playoffs and, and they got like so many foul calls and he, he's got the stats there and he's reading them. And then he's like, we only shot three free throws in the whole game or something. And then he's like, you're not going to rook us. <laughs> and he's like, his voice is quivering. Yeah. And then he finishes and he's like, take that for data. Yeah. That's a good impersonation. Of and him. it's so good. So, so and good. so he won me over. Anyway, then this year, I'm like, JB Bickerstaff. I was like, firstly, I do not trust a guy whose name sounds like it's made up from a character in a children's book. Yeah. But, um, and, I, and he's really, he hasn't impressed me at all. He seems clueless. Yeah. All the fans on, on Memphis Reddit, shout out to them. But also the average standard in the West is quite high. Yeah, I know, but so they're, they're just, losing to teams I think they should beat from the East They are having, well. They're having a shocker. They've gone, they've gone to a start. Having, yeah, yeah, maybe it's the coach's they're fault. They're having a shocking go of so it. So you're annoyed you're going to lose $50 to me on the Memphis bet. I love how you keep on saying, um, I've made this bet. You don't mention who it's to. It's to well, me. I actually can't remember. I've made a lot of bets. You've made a lot of bets. I've lost bets. track of There's who other bets is. on the Dallas Mavericks making the playoffs, which is also looking dire. We talk about this every week. Um, yeah, sorry to hear that, man. And you'll be du- you'll be um, double angry because um, Russell Westbrook had a good game today. Westbrook, but your but didn't you're... you say he had some bad games? Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna get to that. Yeah, we'll bring them up. I as reckon well. we should have a segment because Paul hates Russell Westbrook with a passion. You should cover what he's been up to every week because he had two shockers this week. He basically lost the game against the Lakers by missing a wide open layup. Like, how'd you miss this? He missed a wide open layup that basically would have clinched the game for them. Yeah. Said he missed. Lakers go to overtime, lose in overtime. He's no, no, shooting... didn't Lakers win in overtime? Lakers won in overtime. So yeah. I mean, I mean, Westbrook lost yeah. in overtime. Okay. And then um, he's he had a shoot sh- uh, a shocking shooting game the next night and they lost again um partly due to his like kind of like wild play down the stretch like i don't know i'll make it positive someone on um someone on reddit actually wrote serious question why do you hate russell westbrook and i actually commented on it and i'll now read that comment if you let me okay all right this is good for the new segment <laughs> um building qu- building a brick house it's quite sincere though and it has no jokes in it i don't think i can't remember how, it was, how it was late it? at night it's not long okay I usually love guys... Okay, here it is. Beginning. Yeah. I usually love guys who are fiery on the court. Jimmy Butler, Draymond, etc. But I really hate his playing style. He often seems to play for himself, a.k.a. going after... Oh, I didn't put an a.k.a. in there. Going after Rubio in the playoffs, hunting triple doubles, etc. When things don't go his way, he gets violent. And if OKC are losing, it, it's almost guaranteed he'll try to start a fight. He often comes across poorly during his media sessions. I think he's immature, and I wouldn't be surprised if he goes out like Mallow and Iverson, refusing to come off the bench in the tail end of his career. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So you don't like his don't you, like you don't like his personality, is what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, and play and selfish playing style. So, okay. Well, um, well, well said, I guess. Um, I I just reckon when you bet against a player like him, and I always I kind of hate on Harden the podcast. It, those guys do are so quality; they do come and bite you in the ass. Um, and Westbrook looks like today maybe he's bouncing back a little bit with those emphatic dunks down the stretch. Um, positive now, young players that to get excited about because you know I can hate young players. Um, Buddy Heald, the game winner versus the Pistons. Yeah, I love Buddy Heald. I want that on record. I followed him on Instagram since um, quite early in his Oklahoma days, and I've always loved. I love the fact that he's from the Bahamas. Like that's very cool. Uh, I love his look. But this isn't just I Paul says name. why he loves or hates players. But he I reckon it was a travel. You can't just drop the ball, put it into space past three guys, and then jack up a game-winning open shot. Did you um, see the shot? Of course. I watched it live. I switched in. You 
did you watch it live? Nah. Oh, okay. Because nah. usually, here's what happens, guys. I watch, uh, so I often watch NBA games on Guy's League Pass. Yeah, but occasionally, if a game gets close, it just comes up and it's like, you're watching this on another device. Yeah. So then I have to quickly go find a stream. <laughs> and it's, it's devastating when it's like a magic game and it's like coming down to the wire. And then I'm like, oh God, oh God. And I've got to panic and find Cause, one. Because the message you get is, you get, if you, if you d- re-log onto the computer, I'll send you a text going, you on my League Pass, bro? Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's when I, I just press, conti- I, like the few times I've pressed continue, continue or like okay or something. Yeah, and You've got to get off my League Pass, man. So what you um, know, so I do is I often just check the um, scores app. Yeah. see what the scores are, and then, and then if, if it's, it's close, close, I log on. Yes. So th- I'm pretty sure that happened. Maybe it didn't happen for that one. It happened for another game, I think, that was close. But um, I logged on for the end of that, and it was incredible. Here's the thing. He dropped it, and supposedly he, you don't have control, because he, he yeah. kind of did bounce it into the ground, but it was him picking, and then he, picked, he caught it with two hands, and then he dribbled once. It's like, but I like, think it's fine, but then the I'm a big Buddy Heald fan, so I'm... The, the, the refs did a last two-minute report and said it was fine, mm. which I guess I've got to agree with. It's just the rules have kind of changed, and you shouldn't be able to like, drop the ball to your advantage and then pick it up and do a shot. Because what's to stop players in the future using that? Like, you mm. know Harden oh, in two weeks is going to be like, doing that as a move. Here's what I'll compare it to. Picture an orchestra. Nah. <laughs> um, picture an indoor netball stadium. Okay, I played indoor netball socially. Down in Wellington. Well, people in America aren't going to know what you talk about, and probably it's a weird sport. It's uh, a shed. It's like a a basketball gym with nets up around the court. That's what you've got. Yeah. Okay. You don't. Sorry. You don't need to picture that. That wasn't at all important to the story. It's just picture netball. Okay. Don't picture anything. Yeah. No one knows netball in America. Stop picturing stuff. It's similar to basketball. Clear your mind and just listen to what I'm saying. Down in Wellington, there was so usually there's rules called a replay in netball. We are, or at least an indoor netball. I don't really know the rules of netball. I'm going to say that netball was a highly flawed game. I've played a lot of seasons of indoor okay, netball. I'm from New Zealand and played a lot of seasons of indoor netball, and I don't know what you're talking about. Um, a replay. Replay. It's like the equivalent of double dribble, kind of. But if you fumble it, you can't then pick it up. Someone else has to. Oh, yeah. That's so, annoying. yeah. And... It's, it's almost to stop, I think, yourself from passing to yourself. Like yeah. You can't catch it, throw it, and then and someone, else, dribble. someone else has to touch it. Yes. Once you, you catch pivot, it, pivot. you, can't you stand step, really. stationary, right? Yeah, it's so stupid. You it's pivot. A, it's a bad game. And um, It was invented by the patriarchy to hold women back. Anyway, continue. Yeah, I think it's... A, is, was it actually? No, was I was just talking... Okay. No, because I, I don't like netball as a sport. I think it's a bad sport. Um, but... Like, I always just wish, like, when I see heaps of people, like, going hard at netball, I'm like, play basketball, basketball is yeah. so much better. Also, you can earn a bit more money playing professional basketball. Or maybe you can't, like, in Russia. I don't know. But um, anyway, uh, in Auckland, when I go to Auckland, the place I played at, they, for some reason, said if you hit it with one hand, it was okay, and you could replay it. So people just intentionally batted it forward. Yeah, so you can just bat it down the court and yeah. then run after it. And it was, like, a massive loophole. Yeah, anyway. okay. So you, so you're, you're, exploit- you're cheating it into a netball. No, I didn't saying. invent you're a dirty it. you cheater. No, no, I started doing it because I noticed other people were doing it Oh, that's what everyone said. That's how I feel start with the Nazis, mate. I started being a Nazi guard because other people were doing it. and then that, Yeah, well, don't talk na- about your Nazism. You're like the new mate. Nazis. That's what I'm trying no, to say. No, you just said you were a Nazi. No, I'm not, I didn't say I was a Nazi. I literally, I'm going to rewind. I'm going to edit this and rewind and play what you just the said. The Utah Jazz made a funny ad. Did they? Paul said it was the worst ad. I thought it was okay. It's Rudy Gobert. I thought it was the worst ad. Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, well, I just said that. So I said, great. I think a great Look, talent mate, you're lineup. You're being a real Nazi right now. Nah, joking. Oh, sorry. 
You seem real offended. Sorry, man. You were just calling me a Nazi before. Don't ever call me a Nazi. <laughs> oh, no, I didn't call you a Nazi. I just said, um, just play the ad, didn't no, I? Or no, you said you're being a real Nazi, Nazi right, right now. now. You keep saying stuff and then instantly oh, sorry. acting like you didn't say it. No, I didn't but say I was a Nazi. don't ever call me a Nazi. <laughs> okay. I hate the Nazi. I want to go on record and say I hate this the Nazis. This podcast is against, against the Nazis. Well, you, before you did say you were a Nazi. No, I did not. Okay, honestly, listeners, rewind and... No, you're, I didn't say I was a Nazi. You just Okay. Let's play the ad. Um, Do you have something to say before I play the ad? I, w- I would like to say... You don't like the ad. Play the ad. Yeah, okay. So it's got um, Donovan Mitchell watching a cat video on his phone. Rudy Gobert comes in. And then, the, of course, there's an audio podcast. The last voice you can hear is um, a special guest, a well-loved, um, but not okay. that great Spanish podcast. Uh, play, um, but first, play the sting. It's time for Clip of the Week. Do we have a uh, um, sting for that? Yeah. Clip. Clip. I can't Such believe you played sting. it. No, it's a good sting. People love this thing. Clip. Who loves it? Clip. Clip. It's that clip of the week. I can't believe we've changed. Now you want the stings and I want no stings. Yeah, but you stop the stings. How is this thing 40 seconds long? Because... When you strike gold, you milk it for all it's worth. I wanted that to be like an eight-minute song. <laughs> okay. So um, you went and found us a clip, okay? About two minutes before um, we do the podcast, when Paul says he's studying for the podcast, he means he's on NBA Reddit just getting the top three videos. And this was one of them. Donovan Mitchell's on his phone in the bus. Rudy Gobert's talking to him. And Ricky Rubio comes on at the end for the punchline. Here we go. Let's hear it. <laughs> He's <laughs> watching a cat video. So you're a cat guy, huh? Yeah, man. They No, no. Um, somebody uh, sent this to me. It's okay to be a cat guy. You know, we have uh, a lot of cat guys in France. But, but, bro, I'm not a cat guy. Meow. It's an ad for a um, home security camera. And Paul said when he's finished the clip, he said, I hate that ad. And then um, now he's made it his clip of the week somehow. Yeah, well, I, I just improvised, didn't I? But, um, well, you flip-flopped is what you did. Uh, no, clip of the week it doesn't have to be like a clip I love. So the idea of the ad is that I think they're mocking him, but it's hard to tell. Like I think For NBA players, I think it's pretty good acting. But the idea is that rookie... Uh, uh, Rudy Gobier scares Mitchell by um, noticing he's watching a cat video and then asks him as a cat video and he's like, uh, do you like cats? And he's like, yeah. And then he's like, um, I mean, no. I mean, no. Like, it's not cool to like cats. Uh, see, that's the thing. I've never, I've always, I'm a cat guy. Always have been. And I've never known there's any sort of negative connotations with that. It's definitely seen as being more effeminate than being a dog guy. Which I think is the joke, and basically the joke, I, the joke, the ad is toxic ma- masculinity in its purest form. Yeah, well, I agree. And I, I've always, I, one thing I always hated growing up was when people were like, dogs are so much smarter. Absolutely not. Well, dogs can do, can be trained to do things. Yeah, but they do dumb stuff. <laughs> like, you throw a stick and it goes and gets it and brings <laughs> it back. Like, if you, if I went up to you yeah. and was like, hey, guy. Yeah. Through, like had a, like a just a branch, yeah. Hurled it as far as I could into a field yeah. and was like, "Fetch, bring that back to me." What yeah. would your reaction be? Uh, uh, not keen at the moment. Yeah. So say 
say the foot was on, say you did that to me and you were like, go get that. I would probably say, no. Yeah. Like a cat. So a dog is stupid. But a, a dog, dog, you can train a dog to like sniff for drugs. Here's a travel tip. For what pay? When, you're, when you're traveling around the country, around the world, and you you got a black bag, right? Everyone's got a black bag. You can't find your bag. Mm. Put your drugs in your bag, and that way a dog will find your bag for you. <laughs> Thanks for laughing at my joke. I appreciate that. It's a good joke. Um, okay. Uh, the ad is, is, is fine, I guess. It's just weird that I guess the joke is that Rubio, one of the most loved, um, you know, cutest, famously cute players with a cute little lion tattoo on his shoulder... Rookie Rubio is like mocking Mitchell for liking cats. His own cat that he's filmed on a video. It just seems so mean. Yeah. It was real weird. And I love, I love, I like all three of those guys. It's a dream lineup for me, but I just think it's poor riding. What's a dream lineup for you? Um, Carmelo Anthony on the Bulls. Are you excited about that? Oh, well, he's, I don't think he's going to play for the Bulls. Um, yeah, sorry. I even brought it down. I don't even like sorry. talking about Carmelo. You didn't, I didn't, you didn't look into it. <laughs> it's on the list. Um, so Mallow is going to the Bulls, but I don't think he's going to play. I think they just did it to get money. Here's the thing, though: how much do the Bulls like money? They um, they uh, any transaction for money for money, yeah. And supposedly it's because the owner um he loves the White Sox and he owns the White Sox, yeah. And um, surely that's not true. And he though. needs he puts the money, all his money into the White Sox. He needs the money for the White Sox. Why doesn't he just sell? The weird thing is the Bulls. I mean, I think the White Sox, they won a World Series in the last decade. But the Bulls. I looked them up. They finished second to last in their division. <laughs> so money's not going well. No. It's, I feel sorry for Chicago. It's one of the biggest markets, biggest teams. And, uh, yeah, or well, maybe not. I guess I do I feel sorry for the Knicks. No, they get what they deserve. I guess the Bulls get what they deserve. And, they, hey, they had some good years. A few I, lo- years ago. Um, I want to say I love Larry Markinen. I like that on Instagram. He's, um, he's a real... Uh, he does these posts about the environment and about like um hey, shout to the environment trying to you know, still, I th- fight climate I change. I think he got traded to the Pelicans. I'm getting no Nikola Mirotic. Yeah. Hey, I'm sorry. I made a mistake. Both I, of those guys are on my fantasy by team. Even They're my two token white guys. Mentioning uh, by mentioning Mallow, I made a mistake. All right, and I brought the move down. And there's only one way to bring the mood up, and it's time, right about that time, for the stars to roll on out. Be on the ball! I just like to state that a lot of the players heard in that sting no longer play for the Magic. Um, this is Paul's segment about the mayhem. I feel like every time about the mayhem of the Orlando Magic, it's what's called Magic Mayhem. Is that quite negative about the team? Nah. It's like it's coming at you from all angles. But it's like the the teams in mayhem. Like that's not no, a no, no. Thing. We cause mayhem. Like that's how you, I see if it. If you called your Nuggets podcast Denver Disarray, you wouldn't be like, that doesn't sound good. No, but you'd call it like the... Um, what about the Sacramento Shambles? The Magic Mayhem. Yeah, no, but may, uh, nah, it's different, man. It's like, picture this. You're, you have the ball. Yeah. And you're tr- trying to attack the Magic's hoop. Yeah, I am. It's just mayhem. Yeah. Like, we're all over you. It's tenacious. I love how you had to use defensive analogy. Let's use an um, offensive analogy. All right. Um, we're Fournier's, wrecking, okay. Fournier's got the um, ball on the wing. 
The players are moving around. No one knows the play or what's supposed to be happening. Okay. Scott Styles is yelling at them. It's a shambles out there. It's absolute um, mayhem. No, he, he swings it across to DJ. DJ finds Terrence Ross, who's come off a, a, a baseline screen, curled up. They know he's our most dangerous shooter, so they're tight on him. But instead, he, he upfakes, he drives, he draws the center, he lobs it to Mo Bamba, who causes mayhem on the rim with <laughs> a ferocious yeah. His upfake could have caused mayhem, may- maybe. Um, yes, so, that caused mayhem. Um, there was a lot of mayhem. So I, I, maybe this is my thing, and this is a theory that I want to get to. Sorry, sorry for sabotaging your segment for two seconds, but indulge me. I can't believe I just said that out loud. Um, maybe I'm associating it negatively just because the magic... They're not in the worst time they've been in recent years, but the franchise has been, since they lost Dwight, has been like... A bit, uh, in, a, in, a, in a state of mayhem, should there you say. There was periods of mayhem, I'll admit that. But the, the, reason, the reason I associate it negatively is because you just associate... It's like how a name... Like, you might hate the name, say, Jason, because you know four people you hated at school whose name was Jason. But then you meet a guy who's good who you like called Jason. You like Jason Tatum or a celebrity you like or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. It changes your view of the name. Oh, for sure. If Magic were one of the top teams, Magic Mayhem would be an awesome title because they're one of the worst. Um, it's a terrible name. Not one of the worst. Well, mm. over the last five or six years, you'll probably find that they are. Um, and right. same with jerseys. So when I watched the Buddy Hill game winner, I was like, dang, those Kings jerseys look good. I should get one. And I mean, I was obviously incredibly jet-lagged at the time because they're not that good. But my point is... I thought the grey and purple jerseys for the Kings were horrific, but now I'm kind of okay with them because the Kings have gone from being bleak as heck to, like, obtainable. And same with the Magic. Now that they're looking a little bit better, and I saw them when they were winning a game in their black jerseys, I was like, dang, those black jerseys aren't actually bad. And I've constantly said that Magic yeah. had one of Which the worst Which one was it, though? Because they actually have multiple black jerseys. Yeah, not the, um, not the Magic Stars one. The City. Just the pl- black straight pinstripe. black. Yeah, right. Um, I'm just saying, I reckon you're uh, you're a bit, and saying that though, I don't like the Raptors are doing really well, and I don't like their jerseys. But my point is, I was like, your perception of a jersey, like if the Lakers had never been good, I don't think the purple and golds would be as desired as you'd expected and, and, and emulated around the world. You know, like yeah, like like it's just like the the goodness of the team, the Bulls before Jordan came along, the red Bulls would have been a joke of a uniform. You know, you yeah. make the you make the uniform. Oh, good. for sure. Anyway, sorry. Um, this is Magic Mayhem, not about me talking about jersey pre- preference. Um, and, man, been a, pr- a pretty rough week. It always is. We had two of the most heartbreaking losses you'll I see. I've actually followed them. So we, what, what we, uh, we, we lost – so I think we've been one of the worst teams, maybe the worst team this year for losing when we've been up by, like, 15 or more points. Like choking like 20, big leads, yeah. Yes, choking big leads. We're the worst in the league. And so we did it against Detroit, and we lost in overtime, and uh, it was devastating. And then the next night, we, I think, also because Detroit is like your like table rivals, like you guys are neck and neck, yes. fighting and for that ninth seed. That's right, yes. best of the teams that didn't make the playoffs, boys. So um, so then, like literally two nights later in in Orlando, we had Brooklyn, who again. Like, literally looking at the standings, these are the two teams, like... You have to beat. Oh, pretty much. Brooklyn are up, actually up in sixth now. It's two. It's a two-game swing if you lose to them in the standings. Yeah. And uh, and the same thing happened again. We just choked it, and we lost right at the end. I think um, Fournier missed a shot, maybe, to um, 
to win or to, to tie maybe. I can't, I can't even remember. It was such dark time. Like, I was suicidal and... Well, that's a bit of an overstatement. No. <laughs> and I just deleted them from my game. I, I honestly can't even... I watched both those games in their entirety and I've just deleted it because it was so dark. But how do you bounce back from two disappointing losses... A convincing loss to the Milwaukee Bucks. <laughs> but then, um, it's good. Yes. But then, after that, how do you bounce back from three straight losses? <laughs> um, a close loss to the Chicago no, Bulls. a clinical win over the Atlanta Hawks. Oh, just that's like, good. It was, it was just weak as cruise to it. So why do you think they're so... Because, I mean, they beat the Celtics and someone else decent last week. The Rockets or something. Yeah, it's just... Why do you think they're so up and down? I don't know. It's just inconsistency. Honestly, I think there are, there are games when we just forget what works for us mm. and we just l- we play different when we move the ball on offense and we move the players cut we're a completely different team uh i think that's basically this is, it this is how insane paul's um thinking about the magic has been recently or maybe i don't know what you're going for here but um just before when we were just talking off here just beforehand um i actually asked paul was like oh no and i was like what is it anthony davis injured i was like who cares about that and you're i was like is he only fancy team he's like no and you just thought like it's just a shame for the Pelicans. It's a shame for the Pelicans, and it's just a shame for... Like, you know, he's just always injured. Yeah, and you're quite frustrated by this. So I go, yeah. uh, but at least they've got Anthony Davis. Like, he's not really their problem. I mean, he's he's injured quite frequently, but not, like, as bad as... When he started with a lot of injuries, you're like, this is going to be terrible. Like, it's, like, manageable what he's got, I think. Yeah. And to be honest, he's probably taking precautions. It doesn't look like they're doing I was, much. They've got to challenge this. One year, of the so. reasons I think I said was the Pelicans, I think, actually, on paper... I like their team. I like oh, yeah, you love Drew them. Holiday. I like Julius Randle. I like Nikola Mirotic and Anthony Davis. Mm. And I think that should be enough to be very competitive. Mm. And They're only they proved themselves last year, I think, by basically being the second best team in the playoffs. Like they were the only team to really take a game off the Warriors, You're right? you the Rockets, but yeah. Yeah, okay, the third best team. In, I, yeah. do hate, I do that a lot. I hate okay. when I do that. I'm like, I'm going to time to make a big statement. Okay. And then you forget about the most Third best one. team in the playoffs. You're forgetting about the um, Clippers. No, I was trying to think of another example to bum you out. Yeah, maybe like the Jazz last year. But I, I don't anyway, know. anyway, your point is... Your point is My point is, they have they do have such bad luck. Like, Miritich has just been out because yeah, he's on my do. fantasy team. He literally just come this back. This is why we need injury now, intensity as a stat because that's just part of it. You're yeah. like, you, you pick a lot of players who are injury prone. Part of the reason Miritich is a deal is because he's injury prone. And yeah. uh, unfortunately, like if you pick, um, is it Ryan Anderson? They're very similar to Miritich, like three-point mm. shooting white guy. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. He is an okay offensive player, but you just know he's going to miss like 20 games a season mm. at least injured. Like, just Speaking of Pelicans, what though, some guys are like. is it time to say who won the DeMarcus Cousins trade? Sacramento, surely. Oh, yeah, 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 because the Pelicans, yeah, effed up and he left with Fidel. Well, yeah. but also not just that. I just think like what they got back. Do you know who won probably um, Golden State Warriors who got him <laughs> 
No, I picked him up from like waivers or whatever. <laughs> I don't I don't understand waivers and I never I refuse to learn. My point's gonna be <laughs> is before you know in fantasy and they're like they've got to clear waivers and I don't yeah. why? We're not re- this is not real. Just let me pick up um Chris Middleton or whoever I'm trying to No wait, he's a good player. Who's a crap player who you'd pick up on waivers? Um, uh, JJ Reddick. No, he wouldn't be on waivers. Not any it depends how big your league is. Um I was playing on a three team league. Someone who's on waivers who I'm always well like Maybe like someone who I'm always battling to pick up is like Marvin Williams. Yeah, I'm that's a good like, one. That's a good waiver guy. He wouldn't be on waivers or he'd just be a free agent. Waivers is like someone who's just been cut. No, nah, I think he's he was on waivers He'll recently. flirt with Marvin Williams. Okay, my point is going to be, this, I've, I've gone, I'm sorry, I, did, I regret bringing out this long story. Anthony Davis, um, Paul was like annoyed about Anthony Davis. And I was like, yeah, well, that's kind of the price you pay for like a superstar player. And um, he's like, oh, yeah, this is rubbish. And I was like, you do not want Anthony Davis on the Magic. And you said, um, no, you wouldn't want him. Oh, I wouldn't want him as the face of our franchise when he just gets injured every oh, I think it's because yeah. he's got a monobrow on his face. <laughs> um, anyway, no, so I'm I sorry uh, I brought up that lo- long chat. And the only way to get through this is another long chat. It's time for Guy I've Been Thinking. Wait. No, what? What? You, you just... You just hijacked my segment. No, I did a good job. I haven't even I haven't said anything. No, you talked at length about all know, the Magic's games this week. I know. Okay, what you do every week, just go on okay. Google the no, results look at, and say them out loud. No, but look at the look at the sheet, mate. It says Magic Mayhem Stop summary. Until of, we've got a sheet. Summary of the week. Okay, firstly, I, w- I just want to briefly talk about uh, that Zach Lowe um, put Vucevic in his All Star picks. Yeah, that's exciting. He said he's a lock. But then he also kind of did some anti-magic chat after that, so <laughs> shame on him. But um, Yeah, Vucevic looks like he's going to make it. Steven Adams is looking like uh, not many people are picking him at the moment. So sure. on Saturday, um, after an, I think it was maybe after the Bucks loss, so it was the third loss. And man, I was in such a dark place as well, so the team must have been feeling it. And um, there was an impassioned speech given by Nick Vucevic. And... Here's the thing, what I'll say about Fournier and Vucevic, because they're, they're buddies on the team. They play buddy ball a lot. and But the thing is, they do care about the team. And, and here's what um, Fournier said about it. He said, we're not stupid. We know. Because <laughs> the first thing people say about the Magic is, no. those guys are stupid. No, you'd say that about Fournier and Vucevic. I'd definitely say that. I'd like, they're so stupid. <laughs> um, okay, he says, we're not stupid. We know that if we don't make the playoffs this year, this is probably it for us, just like Vucevic and myself. We like it in Orlando, and we like to play Aww. with each other. Yeah, it's Aww. moving. If I was him, I was like, my whole career has been a waste. I'm trying to get traded as soon as possible. No. So I while I am, I'm often hard on them because they're so infuriating a lot of the time. It's nice to see. I do. I, you know, I've got a little love for them they touch as well. Heart. And I hope Vucevic makes the playoffs, uh, the all-star team. Are you still voting for him? It can't anymore, but I voted for him as much as I can. How could. many times do you estimate you vote for Nikolai Vucevic or Nikola Vucevic in the air? Probably 50. That's 49 times too many. No, actually 50 times too many. Um, time now for... I've been thinking. I've been thinking. I've been thinking. I've been thinking I think I've got a good one this week. All right, because I've been thinking. As and long as uh, it's not, I'm um, 1500 chat again. No, 1500 meters. That was last week. That wasn't guy I've been thinking. That was I just, know, that was just, a, um, just a, a bombshell that I dropped yeah, in. You're there. on thin ice. Though. Okay. 
if you go to any basketball store, they'll normally have a lot of throwbacks. These, used, these are now made by a brand I really rate. It's called Mitchell & Ness. They're the official throwback brand of the NBA. And almost every... Uh, you're getting up out of your chair. Yeah. Do what? Oh, my back's just uncomfortable. Okay. I'm just going to stand. Okay. When you go to any basketball store, they'll have a lot of throwbacks, and they'll have a few thro- throwbacks um, guaranteed. They'll probably have Dennis Rodman, Dikembe Mutombo Nuggets, because it's a cool-looking jersey, maybe a Shaq or Kobe, and weirdly, a T-Mac Raptors jersey. Okay. Now, I thought there was something wrong with me. I thought I didn't pay close enough attention to the Raptors in the, in the um, 90s, and that T-Mac was a good player for them, because I barely realized he played for the Mat- Mat- uh, Raptors. Raptors. I don't think people, many people knew he played for the Raptors. The only memorable moment for, from his Raptors career, I thought, was when he um, passed the ball to Vince Carter in one of the dunk contests, and it was just like a bounce so he could do off the bounce through the legs, right? So I thought Mitchell and Ness and everyone who buys jerseys, who buys T-Mac Raptors jerseys, knew more about the Raptors than me. Boy, was I wrong. T-Mac barely played for the Raptors. He played his year mm. 18, which year 19, like, um, I mean, when he was 18, 19 years old. So basically his, his seasons when he was, should have been in college before they introduced the one-and-done rule. Not that I'm for that. I just, he, was just too, he was a good example of a player who wasn't ready yet. And then in his third season, he averaged 15 points a game. Over three seasons, he averaged 11 points. That was about it. He started like less than a third of his games. Yeah. Barely a Raptors. Like you wouldn't even call him a top five all time. You wouldn't even call him a top. The Raptors don't have many good players. You wouldn't even call him a, probably a top 10 all time Raptors player. You'd take Banyani over him. No, you would not do that. I would. <laughs> I will, I've got a Banyani jersey, but just because it's um, funny how sad it is. Okay. My point is, is there is a conspiracy here that the Raptors purple jersey with the dinosaur on the front called the Barney jersey is a legendary NBA jersey popular with people from the 90s, yeah. famously ugly. Um, people love it. It sells a lot. They sell a lot of Vince Carter jerseys, even though Vince Carter, his prime was in the jersey after that, which everyone yeah. hates, but I actually like the half purple, half black one. Yeah, Fire Uni. I like that one. Man, I want that jersey. Everyone hates it. I want that jersey badly, but um, anyway, no one really likes that one. It's not made by Mitchell and Ness. They make the similar design, but the red one. Yeah. yeah, exactly. But that's just, that's what throwback jerseys based out nostalgia yeah. right like the reason people want the raptor on the front jerseys because they're like they remember it from the 90s anyway yeah. no one remembers t-mac but they need to sell that jersey because people love it mm-hmm. so vince carter they sell that jersey obviously they need a second jersey to sell more more raptors jerseys so they cynically just made t-mac ones even though he's barely a memorable raptors player yeah. that's sad the conspiracy runs deeper all right. Mm-hmm. Penny Hardaway only had, I think, three signature sneakers, maybe four, right? Mm-hmm. What Nike realized is Penny Hardaway throwback sneakers, like retros, were selling well, so they just started making up new Penny shoes. Same with Barclays. They only made like two or three Barclays shoes and maybe some like um, shoes that were just general Nike Air Maxes that they branded as Barclays shoes. Yeah. And like a couple of the Barclays that they actually designed in the 90s were ugly. So they just started designing new Barclays shoes. Is that not evil? There's no mention on the yeah. internet. There's no, like, no one, none of the actually, sneaker blogs Can I just say, report. Adidas actually recently put out a new McGrady shoe. Yeah, Tracy McGrady shoes. <laughs> but, it's um, frustrating. It's, like, it's, it's called like, M- McGrady Millennium or something. So that's at least fine. Maybe they're like, they're, yeah. I guess Millennium is throwing back to when, no, nah, McGrady, yeah. McGrady signatures want to come into the early 2000s when he was good with the Magic, I mm. reckon. My point is, it's just kind of sneaky to do this. I don't know if you're if you're a T-Mac if you're if you're wearing a Raptors jersey and it's a T-Mac jersey I just I feel like that's a bad jersey. Yeah, you know, that's again a guy I've been thinking a bit of a rant. Okay, cool. T- time for Paul don't lie. Paul don't lie. I mean, unrelated, but you just reminded me. Kind of related. 
Um, I was doing research into Chandler Parsons because he was recently like let go by Memphis. Was he? I think so. Has it actually happened? I didn't know if it was going to happen. I thought they were looking to do that. I don't know if they've done it. Oh, right. Well, I think there was. I think they did it. They bought him out. Yeah. You'd assume they probably should. But and yeah. he, um, he was very disappointed because he, he was like literally just saying he'd just gotten back to health and was ready to play and was excited. Yeah. And I found he did a letter, you know, on like the Players' Tribune. Yeah. He did a letter to Memphis fans basically just saying like how sorry he was that he came and, you know, he was excited. He chose Memphis, but then the injuries and, like, he kind of understands why they're mad at him, but he just wants wants them to know that he, he he's he's glad he's in Memphis. He wants to be in Memphis. He's excited to play for Memphis, mm. and he'll give it their all. But then what he went into was his childhood when he was in, oh, just a little state called Florida. Oh, oh just in God. a little city called Orlando, just supporting his favorite team, the Orlando Magic, who signed who, who, Grant Hill. Yeah. And. Oh, don't compare yourself to Grant Hill, you disgusting human. This almost makes me sick. Like, two things that make me real cynical. No, that was okay. Making sick was too far. NBA players' charity foundations annoy me, right? Every right. NBA player, unfortunately, their salary, or I enjoy talking about salaries, but their salary is broadcast to the world, right? So, as a result, don't you enjoy my good point? Um, as a result. Uh, every player is encouraged when they sign a $20 million contract to set up their own foundation. They set up a charitable foundation for a couple of years. They donate whatever percentage of their salary they've figured out is the minimum amount to donate in terms of to not be hated for earning that much money. Mm-hmm. So they can go, they go, oh, he earns $20 million, but he gives money to the kids. Yeah, they give a small portion to their uh, uh, kids. That's what, that's what any decent human being would do. Um, and as a result, they design a logo for their charity. They have marketing and PR for their charity. They're wasting all this money when it would be better if they just gave that block some money to an actual charity that exists and does good work in the community. I think. Yeah. Maybe that's cynical of me. I think it's same really with cynical players. I think a lot of players do genuinely good work. I I, I just think it's a ploy. Like every, the fact that everyone so does it makes me think that their manager just tells them when they sign their contract, it's time to set up a charity now. I think. I think there's genuinely good players out there. Like LeBron, even I was quite LeBron moved James by that video. Was a bit sh- a bit shaky. Oh, that was shaky as heck. Yeah, that's what I mean. He um, like Bismack like, Biombo's. Oh, stop talking about Bismack Biombo's skill in Africa. But about I got to the week. top of Reddit by bringing that up, and that brings us nicely into our new segment. We don't have a name for it, but maybe we could improvise one right now. Uh, so here's the the. Oh, can I just before we just before we get to it, can I say Chandler Parsons' letter seems cynical. His manager told him to do that. It's bullcrap. He compares himself to Grant Hill. Um, he was broken before he signed the contract, and I'm not so, I'm not blaming him for taking the money, but you've just got to take an L. And I just want to remind my favorite tweet when he able to um, he able a shot for the Memphis Grizzlies and the tra- uh, uh, and the Trailblazers put it up on their social media. His airball, and um, he replied to them, "Good luck in the lottery," and then. Um, uh, CJ McCullum replied to him, we hit the lottery when we didn't sign you. <laughs> so cold. <laughs> so cold. So true. And that's the problem when you're on thin ice. And I've known that. Like, my reputation in the media hasn't always been great in New Zealand. And I've like, I known I can't talk trash this week because I'm a, I'm a sitting duck. And Chandler Parsons um, should just shut up, take his money, and uh, get the hell out of Memphis. Sorry, that was maybe too harsh. Anyway, sorry, you're going to our new segment. Yeah, the new segment. So here's the concept. We don't have to do it. It doesn't have to be a weekly segment. But Guy and I will attempt. We both frequent NBA Reddit quite a lot. 
And for those of you who haven't been on Reddit, don't aren't familiar with how it works. Don't go on there because we get all our content and ideas from there. Yes, don't go on there. Just don't go on to it. It's podcast. a bad site. Just listen to us. But um, you post something on there, and people can either upvote it, downvote it, or do nothing. And so our our mission is to get as many upvotes on a post That's as the competition. possible. That's the competition. Is there any rules? Uh, well, I'm almost like we can't just like do a high like a video of a play. Not that I would know how to make a no, video. No, but I was thinking I'll learn to but win this competition. I, I was like, I'll just do a um like a game like match report like yeah. See, Lakers versus Warriors. I don't Warriors. think I think we should ban that, and we should ban. It has to be original content. It has to be, OC, yeah, as OC. they call in the game. So that's what they call it on Reddit. I want OC. to make another rule, and I I I get the f- feeling from what you've already dropped that you're already breaking this rule. I was going to say you have to be on the front main reader. You can't be on a subreddit. Oh, yeah. No, that's sure. Okay, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. So you can't go on to um, uh, Magic Rate. Although, Reddit. to be honest, like, I, I, post on Magic, I post on Magic Reddit the other day, and it's like the most upvotes you'll basically get is like 30. Mate, you don't want to know what I did this week and how I went. So it's a competition to see if you can get the most upvotes by yes. an OC post. And I'll start. And, no, okay, okay, okay. And Paul, can I say before this, mm. I was on holiday and Paul was texting me about this. So here's what I reckon you did. You did a post. It blew up on Reddit. You then go, hey, let's have a competition no. so you can get some most upvotes. Oh, here's, here's um, Ulster. Um, I got 25,000 upvotes. It was actually my... F- Wait, what? I was just going to oh. know. I was just doing you. It was actually my friend's Did you get scared that idea. I actually got 25,000 upvotes? Yeah. Oh, so this isn't even your idea that you won with, or possibly? No, 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 no. It was my friend's idea, the segment. Oh, that's cool. And here's the thing. I actually have done two posts, but I'll only count the second one, even though neither of them have been actually were designed for the competition. That's, okay, you're cheating that you did your post before the competition started. I did. No, but... but mate. Fishy. Smells fishy. Well, it is a little bit, but I actually <laughs> thought... Here's the thing. They Why don't we play that card I'll game? I'll say right now, they didn't go great, so ideally I would have liked to have done a new one <laughs> with the competition in mind. Right, you know, but yeah. I think there's some interesting... I kind of want to talk about both of mine briefly, but I'll, I'll say the official one for the competition is the second one. I'll say that because I think that's fair and you'll see, I think you'll agree afterwards. So the first one I did was 11 days ago. So for people, just for a bit of context, it's really hard to get a post to do well on NBA Reddit. There's 1.7 million subscribers and it's, it's not, it used to be easy and we've yes. had success in the past, but it's now, now it's, it's, it's really difficult. The one time I got to the top was with the um, Bismack Biombo school. My last three, that's why he talks about it every podcast. Um, my last three Reddit posts, I think, have been rejected for not meeting the minimum user guideline criteria of what it takes to submit a post. So the chance of me even getting my post onto the page and downvoted, let alone getting positive votes, is slim. Anyway, so I'm just saying there's a degree of difficulty here. Paul, what was your... Um, for the first ever. What's this segment called, by the way? We wrote down some drafts. They were all shocking. Let me just try yeah, and find so, it. So just, and for a little, um, just a little background, my post that got to the, the top of Reddit currently has 7.2 thousand upvotes. So, yeah. So we're thinking of calling it Reddit All About It, Online Ambitions, those are my submissions, and Paul's submission to, for the title of the segment was um, The Upvote That Rocked. Okay, don't read that. Which is a... Uh, um, <laughs> A play I, on the um, unsuccessful well, Reese Darby film, The Boat That Rocked. I think it was actually quite successful. Was it? I think so. What was like, are you just saying that because Reese Darby's our mate, we don't hurt his feeling? He'll be fine. No, well, he didn't write it. But no, I think it was like quite I don't loved. think Reese Darby listens to the podcast. He's not really our mate. He's a, he's a, he's a friend. We want him to be our friend more. If Reece, if you're listening, man, you, we want to hang out. 
He let me wear his watch once. That's pretty cool. It's an Omega Seamaster, what James Bond wears, because he loves James Bond as well. Me and him, I think we have a lot in common in terms of that we love James Bond. Well. Okay. Um, one thing in common. Um, so 11 days ago, I did my first post, and it was actually something I talked about on this podcast. I oh. brought it up. So not an original content, just something you've just plagiarized from a, um, a, a, pod, a successful basketball podcast you listen to. Well, no. Um, the, the title was A 2018 All-Star Conspiracy Theory. And it's very long, and it's just explaining my theory that last year Giannis oh, yeah. got the most votes. And uh, You reckon they um, rigged it so LeBron would win, so he would captain and pick against Curry. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it did okay. It got um, – it's – wait, where's the percentage? I will say that like Oscars votes and like X Factor New Zealand, the All-Star votes probably are audited by like PricewaterhouseCoopers or a big accounting firm. No? Well, they don't publicly say that. Yeah. It's just, and it's released by NBA.com. Yeah, okay, um, maybe. So it's, I think it's actually worth reading. Um, it has 80% upvote. So if you want to search it, search in 2018 All-Star M- Conspiracy Theory, read it, and it should come up. Uh, 55 upvotes on 80% upvotes, which means 20% people, I think, downvoted it. And That's pretty good. And, you know, it got some good chat. Like, Did a few people were like, said it was okay. Um one person said, bro, how long did you spend writing this out? I said two hours. Got 25 upvotes for that. Um, <laughs> Good honesty. But then uh, one guy got downvoted minus six downvotes. He said, why did you explain it like you were writing an article, lol? And I replied, would you prefer it as a screenplay? 17 upvotes. Boom. So his <laughs> minus six. And then someone else jumped on, I would prefer it as a book of haikus. Um, <laughs> quite a good joke. But... Um, so that one's I'm not going to count because it was 11 days ago, and so the second one is my official one. But um, re- honestly, read that. I did spend two hours uh, making it. Okay, the second one, I spent probably equal amount of time formatting it to look nice because I had statistics. And again, I didn't have this competition in mind when I posted Did you this. format it? Like, did you read the Reddit on how to like properly like use yeah. scripts? Wow, well, okay. It looks quite nice. Um, okay, it's titled, which, core, which Young Core Has a Brighter Future? Uh, the Lakers, and now I'm in the meat of it. The Lakers or the Nets? Uh, I basically, um, I just talk about it I can it see how that would be quite popular, yeah. Well, I just say like, um, I just point out that like the Lakers have had like, uh, last 10 picks, their average position is 20.6. Four of their picks were top 10 picks, with three of those being the number two overall pick. While the Nets' last 10 draft picks have had an average of 36.7, none of their picks were even close to being in the lottery. The highest draft pick was their two 22nd picks. That was their highest. But then I I, I put, like, kind of um, the five, I'd say, like, five young core players. um, And I actually left off the Nets. I left off Spencer Dinwiddie because he was 25, and that's, like, almost the average age in the NBA. So... I left him out. And he's, yeah, yeah he's, he's the probably biggest success, but yeah, wow. Yes. Firepower. But, uh, you know, the Nets statistically, uh, so the, the Lakers five are only 0.2 years younger, like the average age, mm. and the Nets edge them in almost every category. Wow. Um, statistically. You literally did some advanced analytics. I did some advanced analytics. And, First time. But I learned a valuable lesson for this competition going forward. What? 
never speak negatively on the Lakers. Yeah. yeah. So I got, uh, yeah, I think and my reaction so he, was weird. I was like, yeah, I got 44% upvoted for zero for zero. I'm at a zero. Okay. And here's what's interesting. Well, not interesting. I got on the controversial section, which is quite cool. That's cool. Because it got quite a few comments. Uh, a lot of debate, but a lot of Lakers guys downvoting. How me. many How many comments? 58 comments. Okay. Um, cause Zero upvotes. I got, I, got really exci- I got really excited about... Okay, first I heard about this competition. I was like, um, that sounds like a lot of work. I hate the idea. And then I was like, what I should do is just cheat by doing... Um, Posting videos of cool dunks. Yeah. Don't yes. even have to go, like, could even lie to just to win the competition. That'd be funny. And I was like, nah. And then... What? That would not be funny. Well, it'd be kind of funny to just rig the competition by going, like, huge Westbrook jam. And then... Po- Someone did it today. Someone did um, um, uh, Duke Nowitzki. It almost seems like something I did to bring the competition. Someone did it on the front page of Reddit. The Duke Nowitzki hits the go-ahead um, fadeaway... Oh, yeah. Taking it, taking back the clock or something like that. Everyone clicked on it, and of course, it was a, a go ahead um, shot from the first quarter when yeah, the score was like twenty eight four. It was it was very annoying that I watched that, and then I heard you watching it later, and I was like, it sucked it. Mm. But this, this is interesting. Can I say? Because one thing I've never understood about Reddit is when there is a high like a video of a dunk, yeah, and it goes up so quick. Who like does often that? You, yeah, who does it? I've, I've figured it out. Podcast hosts who do <laughs> hosting competition, hosting competition. So w- while I originally kind of hated the idea and thought you just had a post that um, had gone viral and wanted to destroy me with it, no. um, I did think, hey, I've actually got in my notes, uh, just my phone notes where I write down random ideas, a few ideas for NBA Reddit posts. And all my posts in the past, mainly they've been about NBA footwear and socks. I don't know why I don't post them on a sneaker-related blog of some description. Yes. Have gone quite poorly. I've had one that's done well in my career, I think. Um, and that was just on the color of the Lakers jerseys, saying they were bad. But luckily, Lakers fans agree with me, so it went up. That was a good, po- that was a good point for future learning. Um, anyway, last night, I thought this was genius. I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Um, we'll get these posts that we do, and the ones that go really well, we'll turn them into a book. That's how far ahead I got. After hearing your posts and seeing the results of my one, um, I feel like I could change my mind. So this is what I did. I did it this morning, thinking that you only need an hour to either live or die on Reddit. Um, and I haven't actually seen the results, but I almost know from just glancing for two seconds, or I have, I got onto the page, um, this is probably going to be bad. My result for the Reddit competition, what have I got to beat? How many upvotes? Zero. Zero. Okay, I've got to beat zero. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I did not see that coming. I forgot zero. Okay, you got 55 comments. Um, it's actually gone, but just, just a comment. Someone actually commented on my post saying, are you Guy Williams' brother? Yeah. Well, but they the know about the gone. podcast. Yeah, maybe. No, they didn't. Otherwise, they would have said something about that. Anyway, continue. Lucky you to be my brother. Okay, what has Guy done? Oh, some good stuff, man. And it's embarrassing because I use my real name as well. So my post, my post is called um, "Name a starting five made up of players from any other team who could beat the Warriors." Okay, confusing title. Yeah, name a starting five made up players from any other team. Any other team in like- the NBA who could beat the Warriors. So pick. An all-star team from every other team and try and make a starting five bend the Warriors starting five with DeMarcus, healthy DeMarcus Cousins. Yeah, okay. And then I wrote in the comments, I wrote... Because you, you, here's the thing. You, if you do a... Uh, for, for people unfamiliar with NBA Reddit, if you do just a text-based post, which is basically we're going to do, 
you have to have over a hundred words in the body. Oh, I did not know uh, that. Sorry, a hundred characters. Oh yeah, okay, I got there. Yeah, I did not know that, but I got there. And then I wrote serious shit post question because I was quite interested in it. And then I wrote, I'll go first. Ford LeBron James, Ford Kevin Love, center Tristan Thompson, guard Kyrie Irving, guard J.R. Smith. Bit of a joke there, referencing the Warriors losing to the Cavs. I don't think they'd beat them. Uh, the, the, those Cavs, probably not. But mate, you never. Know. I was just. <laughs> I was just referring to the time that they did seem like unlikely foes and they beat them, um, being their kryptonite. I genuinely thought this, though. I genuinely was like, okay, name the best team you can name right now off the top of your head to beat the Warriors just of every other player. Uh, you won't put LeBron or Westbrook in. Damien Lillard, maybe. Point guard is a hard one, so that yeah, that gets passed. Uh, shooting guard. I can't even think just of... Just name the best players. I, I just can't name, I can't name any players. Okay, I'll, I'll put um, Paul George at small forward. Paul, jo- Paul, Paul, Paul George, Damian Lillard. Um, shooting guard. Who would you say is like the MVP favorite right now? Oh, Harden. Well, yeah, well you're going to put him in? I'm trying to think of like, guys I like. <laughs> okay, um, would you put... Okay, 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 I'll put Harden in. I'll Harden, put Harden yeah. in. And then I'll put... Giannis uh, and AD. Giannis in. And then I'll put Joe Allen Bede in. Or LeBron James. Okay, that's your team. Would that team beat the um you actually went for a more balanced team like i would have said like um i would have said uh uh harden uh i was about to say durant no Giannis, ad um uh, like Kawhi, maybe like a defensive player and maybe lowry or just like a distributor for the I point th- guard yeah i want to change my team i want to take damian lillard out of the starting lineup it's quite the point is an interesting post right? yeah i know i know i want to take damian lillard out of the starting lineup I want to move Harden to point guard, and I want to put a shooting guard, just whoever is the best three-point shooter I can find. Just put in J.J. Redick. Or... Um, no, nah, I'm trying to think. I can't think who I would put in. Yeah, you need, you need shooting. My issue is you that um, pretty much any roster you put together doesn't have like quite as good a balance as the Warriors or as much team chemistry or experience. Oh, yeah. Um, but like you, you'd assume that a team with Giannis, LeBron, and AD probably should be able to beat the Warriors just with size, strength, and just, like, physically outmatching them at every performance. And if you went big with your team, you'd probably be able to, like, like make Curry a, a huge liability on defense. But anyway, um, let's look at my results to try and beat Paul with zero upvotes. Yeah. I got 15 comments. Okay, so you lost that. Zero upvotes. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a tie for the first week. And um, what was the percentage upvoted? Uh, how do you see the stat? Are I don't you know. on old Reddit? Yeah. So scroll down just below the photo. Just below the photo. Oh, yeah. 15 comments. 15 comments sort by best. Below the... What photo? There's a, you know, there's a sidebar photo. Oh, sidebar. Oh, 40% upvoted. So I had 44% upvoted. Oh, wait. Does that count? Well, I think I win. Tiebreaker. I reckon tie. Okay. We'll call it a tie. So someone said Kyrie... I also had 58 comments, which is more. Kyrie, Paul George, LeBron, Kwai, and B. They got two points. Two upvotes. Um. Uh, someone wrote, "Is Kyrie Irving related to Beefcake Celebrity Chef Robert Irvine?" Oh, you misspelled it, did you? Oh, maybe. Well, did you write Kyrie Irvine? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote like Irvine's the pie company in New Zealand. Yeah, well, that's ridiculous. Someone wrote, "Um, Bugs Bunny, Lola Bunny, Taz Devil, Porky Pig, and Tweety But They should have put Michael Jordan in that lost roster. But I guess that he's not a current. They didn't stick to the rules. Anyway, my post was a disaster. I'm keen, though. Next week, I'll try a bit harder. 
So, so next week, I'm going to dominate. Pause. And I learned a valuable lesson. Don't disrespect the Lakers because all their fans just... Right, Reddit is like... They're like the mafia who run Reddit. Laker fans. Man. A little bit, yeah. Well, no, you know, you know that from just Lonzo Ball highlights or lowlights oh. just becoming so big. Yeah, it's, no, it's crazy. The Lakers do anything. They'll have a highlight on like the front page. And so next week... I might just some pro Lakers. We've we've probably got to the um, end of our end of our time there. We've just hit the hour mark. Thank you so much for listening. Um, uh, I'm sorry I've missed emails. There's so many good ones as well. Like, I've honestly got one an email here. Yeah, well, you always love emails. It never goes well. No, it's good. No. You're always just so amazed at someone's email. Should I do it? <laughs> Mate, you should you should start like your own personal should email. I, should I do an email? What do you mean, my own personal email address, and do what? Just send and receive emails. Like, you'd love it. <laughs> I get emails every day. <laughs> oh, tell me this is not a bad... Okay, I'm going to read out the email that I thought was really good and one of the best emails we've ever seen. Tell me this is not good. It's from a man... Well, should we save it for next week? No. Nah. Or teaser? Okay. No, we're going to do it now just okay. to prove you wrong. Hayden Beavis. Um, thanks for the email, Hayden Beavis. Yeah, that's a made-up man. He writes, Hi, Guy and Paul. Thanks for doing a podcast. Lovely. I found the podcast weirdly when I was shopping for hammocks. You had me at we're going to guarantee to read your email, <laughs> which we do do. We, gar- we do read I, out hammock advertisements, which you've I done in the past. I apologize for saying his name sounded made up. I was thinking I was still stuck You're on You're supposed to rate the thing. email writers how much, what a chance they have on getting into the, the, um, the NBA. I'm going to say Hayden Beavis, or Beavis, sorry. I don't know. B-E-V-I-S. I don't know how to read his last name. Sorry, Hayden. Bevis. What do you think? Hayden I think Bevis. Bevis. It does sound like an NBA name almost. Hayden Beavis. Yeah, it does. He's got a name. Like, it doesn't sound like a star. No. No, he's not an all-star. Hayden Bevis, but he's... Like a chippy role player for the Nets. Hayden Bevis. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't really know what position it I is. I do guarantee that we'll read any email you see, and I get excited by any email. I, I honestly think we've got too many, but I keep them coming in. Guyandpaul at gmail.com. Some days we're sh- short on ideas, and this one is a good idea. Um, he says, an idea for a segment, Guy Patheticals. So he's like the hit segment, Guy I've been thinking. Guy Pathetical number one. What if the Raptors win the championship this year and Kawhi still leaves to join another team? And then that's all he does. He just changes teams each year in small market cities. Raptors are actually kind of big market, but let's not focus on that. They had to work hard in the hockey dominated. Let's not get bogged down that. Um, in small market cities, wins them one championship and then moves on like a basketball Robin Hood. What a great idea is that? <laughs> of course, each new city is chosen by spinning a wheel. <laughs> uh, he mentioned Big Wheel. Sorry, Hayden, for stuffing up your um, your email. Um, would you feel dirty that he was on your team and only won because Kawhi made it happen? Or would you not care at all? I feel like Kawhi is the type of the person to not have an emotional connection to a city. This is kind of like LeBron. Went to Cleveland, won a championship. Oh, yeah. Went to um, Miami, won a championship. Now he's trying to give the Lakers a championship. No, he went back to Cleveland and was like, it's the only place I can play. It's home. And it's like, no, it's just the best situation for you. And then, he and then sure the enough, he's left again. Okay, he, okay, hasn't okay, been okay like, don't we'll ruin it with your soul about okay, LeBron. My point okay. is LeBron semi-does this. If Kawhi, imagine if he was that much of a game changer, he won for the Raptors this year, left, went to a team like, um, what's well, a team with a young core that needs a player? Maybe like... Phoenix. Phoenix. Well, that's too much of a project. But like maybe a team that like just needs one more piece, like maybe Denver or something like um, that. You should go to the Clippers. I, I honestly yeah. think, I think the Clippers, yeah, Clippers, are, good Clippers are currently, in terms of like roster, one of the coolest teams in the NBA. Because <laughs> they've got no stars. Yeah, but they're, and they're just like, they just got like kind of gritty guys. Yeah, and just, yeah. And I, I'm a big Tobias Harris fan, loved him since his magic days. Yeah. And, and then just chuck, um, 
Kawhi in there. So you can't, with all your hatred of my love, love emails, you can't deny love Trump's hate. That was a great yeah. email. Like, all around. Like, it was funny. It but, was man, to the point, and it was a good idea. Hayden Bevis, you've, you've brought me back on. Tr- I You're was, wasting your talent in this email segment. You should be getting on Reddit, getting those upvotes. Hayden Bevis, maybe he is. Check him out. Check him out on Reddit. Thanks for the email, he's Hayden. Brought, he's brought me back on Guy and Paul at gmail.com if um, uh, you want that, uh, uh, if you want your email read out, I guarantee I'll read out advertisements, anything, um, unless it's personal. I'm not, I'm not asking for personal solicitation. That was a weird hole. Just wanted, before you go, Paul, your Magic is a perfect example of a team. What if Kawhi went to the Magic to help them out? Yeah, I'd, I'd welcome him. All right. There's your answer, Hayden. Thanks for listening. Um, thanks to everyone for listening to the... Uh, Advanced Analytics Podcast. We love you. Emails at guyandpaul at gmail.com. Tell your friends. We're built. Oh, we wrote, we're, next week we're going to have a journalist listening to the podcast. We're getting reported on for a magazine in New Zealand. Is he coming to I the I said report? New Zealand like we were in New Zealand too. I think so. Do you not want him here? No, he can come. Yeah, anyone's welcome. I don't know. He might not, but he's coming along to take a photo of us doing a podcast here at my table. Yeah, but you can just sit and pretend. You don't have to. Are you saying we fake it? Nah, man. That's true. Advanced Analytics is real. I'm the Christian Why Bale. Why is this depressing scene? I think this is a nice set. Sorry, no, we've got I'm flowers the, <laughs> at the moment. The, um, I'm the, um, yeah. Yeah, Christian Bale of uh, podcasting. In what way do you mean that? I don't fake it, man. I don't wear a fat suit for Dick he Cheney. Sh- he must regret that. He should have just worn a fat suit. I honestly think. He thought he was going to win the He's Oscar. one of my favorite actors. And I honestly am worried he's going to die in like eight years. From all his body transformations. Yeah. I don't think he can do it many more times. Well, um, it's been a good one. You've got to go off and do a writing session with the dude from Australia, right? Yes. Um, so I'll catch you later. Um, thanks for listening. I've been Guy Williams. I don't do this anymore. Uh, peace. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.